It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about the six best exercises for activities of daily living. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right, great. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We're really, really excited that you're here today. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we're going to be talking about the six best exercises mm-hmm. for activities of daily living, or ADL for short, I believe. Yes. Um, but before mm-hmm. we jump into that, that's a great topic. Uh, before we jump into it, we just want to send out a friendly reminder to uh, swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Check out all the latest and greatest content we have there. And don't forget to sign up for our newsletter, which we send out once a week. And in it, again, all of our latest and greatest uh, content from podcasts to workout videos, you name it, it's there. Um, So thanks for checking that out. Uh, Today's topic we're jumping into, we're going to go into activities of daily living. And you're going to share with us some of the six best exercises, I believe, Yes. On on how to get I that am. done. <laughs> Correct. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> so um, th- we use the term ADL. Uh, what what exactly mm-hmm. does ADL mean? Right. So ADLs are your activities of daily living. So they're activities needed for fundamental self care. Um, and I'll go through those things. Uh, different activities of daily living you can look in in, in very different ways. So. When you think of your ADLs as a younger person, um, they're just what you do every single day. But as you age, they're things that we have to really think about um, and focus on exercises to help with those. So going through a little list of what the ADLs are. So bathing, so properly washing your body, your face, um, etc. Trying to do those, of course, these are things that we're trying to do on our own. Of course, when I say on our own, if we need assistance holding on to a rail in our bathtub, getting in and out, etc., those types of things are sitting on one of those seats in our showers. That's perfectly fine. You mm-hmm. can do that. Um, dental hygiene. So being able to brush your own teeth, um, floss, um, depending on if you have dentures, making sure those are clean. Um, being able to take them out, put them in properly, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, using the restroom, toileting, um, being able to sit down and stand up from a toilet, um, as well as the other things that you need to do while you're on there. Mm-hmm. Um, eating, feeding yourself, um, dressing yourself. So being able to put on your clothing, your shoes by yourself, And then transfer and mobility. Again, that's where I say if you need an assistive device, that's fine. But um, trying to make sure we're still doing our ADLs on our own without assistance. Um, So safely moving from one location to another, say your bedroom to the restroom um, or your living room to your kitchen or say your living room down the hall to your dining room if you live uh, in a community, something like that. 
So that transfer and mobility in and out of bed, up and down from a chair, and then around your environment. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, like it said, activities of daily living. Right. Um, <laughs> and I, probably something that we don't really think about a lot because we do these things every day. Exactly. That's right? where I go with the, when you think of a young person, it's just what they do for the most part, majority, right? I mean, of course, there are special cases. Mm-hmm. Um but for most people, you get up, you brush your teeth, you use the restroom, you walk into the kitchen, you get your breakfast, you, you know, lean into the dishwasher or stand on your tiptoes to get the dish and the from the cupboard, um, things like that. Mm-hmm. You're constantly twisting, reaching, bending, uh, squatting down, getting up, all of those things. We just don't think about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, like I said at the beginning, as we age, there are just certain things that we need to think about and be more aware of. Um, and maybe there are certain movements, exercises we can do to help with those along the way. So that's what we're doing today, talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great, great. And this is obviously everybody, we all do these activities. Um but before we jump into, you know, the uh, best exercises and whatnot, what's your opinion on when we do these these types of movements, how prone are we to injury, so to speak, you know? Oh, definitely. Big time. If you're not uh, taking care of yourself, um, you're not making sure you're staying aware of what you're doing, you can get hurt. Um, just kind of bringing up the, the word twisting. Um If we're not focusing on the movement we're doing, keeping our abdominals tight, slight bend in the knees, even just twisting um, to get out of, let's say, a booth, and we have to twist our body at the end in order to stand up, you can pull something in your lower back or uh, in your abdominal area or trying to stand up your hip flexor, something like that. Mm -hmm. And that's just one little case, right? Just one little example. Um, But they're very important because you can get injured bending down. If you haven't focused on strengthening of the quadriceps and you try and squat down and you can't get back up and that turns into a fall. Um, I've used this example before, but it was one that was very eye-opening for me when I worked in one of the senior communities. Um, One of the residents sat down on the toilet and then had to call in order to get people to help her stand up. Mm. Um, And it wasn't a low toilet, of course. It was in a senior community, so everything uh, was built for for that type of establishment. So it was a little bit taller. There were grab bars around her, etc., but she just couldn't get up. Her um, Not only... Her lower back, she was slouched forward, so her core area was not strong enough for her to sit all the way up in order to grab the grab bars at that point, but her quadriceps were not strong enough and core in order for her to stand up. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a simple task that most of us just do and don't even think about, Um, but thinking of being on your own and you don't have the ability Uh, to push a button to have someone help you, that could be really bad. Um, She could have gotten worse. She could have fallen forward, hit her head, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So, yes, a lot of injuries can occur um, in a multitude of ways. Um, Of course, falls are always the first thing we think about. But um, injuries throughout the body 
if we're not keeping everything moving properly. And then we try and do these things, which of course I'll bring up examples as I bring in the exercises, the ways that they'll help. And they'll help in many ways, um, but just certain ones that I kind of thought of as I was putting them together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I think once you get to a point where you're, you're, your main focus is obviously to stay active, but also to avoid injury. Yes. Um, and that kind of comes with uh, later in life when, you know, when you're young, you don't get injured as much and you feel like you can do pretty much anything you want. Right. But as we age, we know the body uh, needs to be taken care of much more. Right. Right. And especially if you're still an, adap- an active adult, um, senior, no matter what, you're still using your body to do these activities and in and you're more prone to injury, right? Of course, yeah. And once the body, I mean, we're more prone to injury and if it does get injured, it takes longer to heal. Um, it's just a fact. So like bringing mm-hmm. in, like you just said, when you're younger, you don't even think about it because even if you do get injured, most of the time, it's something you kind of shake off, quote unquote. Um, you, you know, it doesn't feel good for a little while, but then you get right back into it. But as we age, it just takes longer for the body to heal. Um, so, yeah. 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 And it's definitely something that we all will probably have to address if you're not addressing it now. Right. Um, you know, <laughs> to take these things very seriously because we do want to live long and active, healthy lives. And independent as much independent, as possible. Right. And that's where these ideas really come in. A lot of physical therapists will probably use this term and probably some doctors, but physical therapists and occupational therapists especially will use them because we're trying to keep um, the aging population as independent as possible because we know that's where a lot of the happiness comes from. Um, Not as much stress and anxiety and depression in the ones who are independent, but you have to stay strong and you have to be able to do all of these things, like we said, from dressing yourself to eating yourself to um, being able to to transfer and your mobility. Um, it's just important, yeah, to mm-hmm. stay to stay as independent as we can. Yep. And with that being said, we are going to jump into the six best exercises, what you've been waiting for. Um, No particular order. No particular order, uh, but these are going to be very helpful to you uh, if you keep them in your uh, repertoire, right? Exactly, exactly. And some of them uh, I'll explain as we go, but I know some of them may be a little bit... um, I'm asking a lot of people, but these are for... Well, I'll just get into them and then I'll explain more. Right, right. Um, okay, so what what do we have first on the list? So first one is a squat to press. And that right there, I think that's the best place to start because most people will go, but I can't squat <laughs> um, or press. So there are different ways to modify it. Now, if you can still squat, squats are not a bad thing. They get a bad rap because people with bad knees or who are not as strong um, in the quadriceps, the glutes, the core, ankle mobility, etc. Um, squats are quite difficult, and I understand that. Um, but that movement is something that we need to try and continue to do as we age because it's something that we do constantly from sitting down in a chair to standing up to crouching down to get something out of the dryer, um, from getting into a low car to standing up. These are all squatting 
positions that we're doing, mm-hmm. um, sitting in a particular chair or a booth or a low couch or list goes on and on. Um, so squat to press is just what it sounds like squatting down and then pressing your hands up. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're pressing up, I wouldn't necessarily say they have to go directly above your head. I like kind of at that 45 degree angle. So you're kind of pressing from, think above your head, chest level. So 45 degree right in the middle of that 90 degree angle is the best way to press because that's more natural um, as to how we're going to be pressing our arms forward to grab something or to get something off of a shelf and pull it into us. Mm -hmm. Um, So squat to press modified could be that sitting in the chair and then standing up. If you feel more comfortable starting in the chair, that's a great way to build up strength. Again, core, glutes, uh, quadriceps, ankles, etc. Lots of channels, nothing to watch especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you know that you have that chair if for some reason um, you were to, let's say if you went into a squat, you're nervous, you won't be able to stand back up. Squat doesn't have to be super deep as well. We don't have to do a deep knee bend in order to start getting the benefits of it, but being able to build up that strength. So think about squat to press. So I I wrote down some, some examples or things that I think I could see this being used with. So picking up your grandkids, if you still want to pick up your grandkids. Um, So bending the knees slightly, picking them up and standing up to hold them. And then Mm -hmm. of course, we still love if they're little to lift them up high because kids love that. So picking up our grandkids, or even if we have a small dog, um, trying to pick them up off of the ground, if the ground is hot, or they're done walking, and you need to now carry them. Um, So squatting down to pick them up to stand up. Mm -hmm. Um, Emptying the dishwasher. Uh, Squatting down is better. I know we all like to lean forward (laughs) and put all of that wonderful pressure on our lower back and then wonder what's wrong with our lower back. Um, So we're supposed to squat down to, to get things from lower areas. So thinking of the dishwasher or again, from the dryer. You may have a front loader for your washer even. Um, So your washing machine, your dryer, getting things from there. You should be squatting down and then standing up with these loads of things that we're holding on to. Mm -hmm. Um, Taking out of the dryer, getting off of the couch or out of the chair, like I said. Um, Some of these couches, if it's something that you don't own or even if you do own, um, 
You know how squishy they can be and how low you can get. Um, so scooching yourself forward and really focusing on that quadricep strength. Um, so doing that squat to press is going to help with that when you're when you're in those chairs and couches. Maybe they're yours or they're unfamiliar at somebody else's house. Mm-hmm. Um, but making sure you can get out of that uh, carefully. And gardening. I was thinking about the times that you need to bend down in order to pick up something, um, reaching for something, and then standing up with it and placing it up high, things like that. So gardening, because there's so many people who still love to do that Mm -hmm. um, as an activity uh, throughout the year. So yes, so squat to press um, at a 45 degree angle, preferably. Doing it with very light dumbbells, if able. Otherwise, just doing range of motion, modification, sitting in a chair and standing up uh, so you feel a little bit more secure while you build up your strength. All right. That's a good one. That's a, that's a main one. Uh, yes. What, uh, what do we <laughs> have on one, deck right? for uh, what's on number two? Uh, step ups. So if you have um, a small step, uh, or not a ladder so much, a step stool, um, or a bench if you use those for uh, working out. So a slight incline that you can step your foot onto. Um, thinking about stairs, most people still want to have the ability to do stairs, whether it's three at a time or staying at a family member's home and going up a flight of stairs because that's where the bedroom is. Mm -hmm. Um, So really working on the strengthening. Once again, we're getting to the same body parts that we need to focus on, but the quadriceps, the glutes, um, ankle and hip mobility, um, even a little arm strength if you have, uh, you know, thinking about a railing. But if there's no railing, there's many times we're outside and we're stepping up onto a curb or down off of a curb. Um, There's no railing around. And if you didn't take the time to find a safer place to go, whether there was a ramp or a railing, um, you are going to need to focus on that stepping up and stepping down motion. Mm -hmm. Um, And right there, that's why we should work on doing that. So main thing is steps or stairs, same thing, curbs, Um, In and out of a car, kind of that same when you have to bring the foot up and get into the car, bring yourself out. And it also helps when you're going on hikes or just walking up hills. Um, If you're visiting a city or a town or even maybe your your normal walk, there are some inclines in it, some hills up and down. So it helps with um, strengthening the muscles a little bit differently when we're able to do our step ups. Mm-hmm. So that's the next one. Yeah, and that's very mm-hmm. common. We all go up and down stairs. I mean, it's yes. super common. So that's a great, great exercise. Um, yeah. What do we have for number three? So, number three, I have rows. So, back rows, which you can do many different ways. Um, and I'll tell you. <laughs> so, dumbbells, if we're holding on to those and we choose to stand, that leaning forward. Um, arms are long, bending at the elbow, bringing the hands up towards the chest, then releasing back out, focusing on squeezing the muscles in the upper back. So the scapula squeeze together and then open back up. So doing that, uh, standing with dumbbells, same movement. If you choose to sit, chest would go forward, same thing, long arms, bend at the elbows, bring them towards the chest, release back long, um, focusing on the upper back. 
You can also use bands, just standing or sitting. Band is long in front of you, um, arms are long, excuse me, and you have the band nice and taut. You bend at the elbows, bring the band towards the chest so you're opening up uh, that resistance on the band and then slowly releasing that out. Same thing, we're focusing on the upper back, squeezing the shoulder blades together um, and then slowly releasing that. Mm-hmm. So focusing, of course, upper back is just such a, a, a big muscle group, but holding something heavy, it's going to help with just that in and of itself. Um, whether it be a purse or pocketbook, whether it be a bag of groceries or something from the store, um, you're holding on to a box uh, that you just picked up from the post office and your your upper back is squeezed. So we've got those muscles strengthened. Um, thinking about also that movement when you're opening up a heavy door. If you're going into, let's say, the shopping center and then you pull that door, a lot of those doors are really heavy. Um, that's a movement that would help if you were able to strengthen the upper back by doing your rows, whether they're with the bands um, or with your dumbbells. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And same thing with picking up things off the ground, picking up the grandkids, yep. um, all of it. <laughs> Great. And just before we jump into number four, uh, if you want to see examples of all of these exercises, you know, visit our website, go to our video section. Uh, there's tons of examples on how to do these movements yes. there. And uh, yeah, just in case you want to actually see them happening. Yes. Um, they're, they're all right there. Uh, what do we have for number four? So the next one is called a farmer's walk. Um, and that's just simply walking, holding on to heavy dumbbells, let's say, heavy items. If you have dumbbells, that's the perfect way to do it. Um, so holding one in both hands and then just walking. You can do forward and backward walk or just kind of walking forward, turning around and continuing to walk forward if you're more comfortable doing that. Again, these are things that if you're able to, if you're ambulatory and you're able to walk, um, if you need to stay seated, obviously you would just be holding on to heavy dumbbells in the arms for say 30 seconds and then releasing them down to build up that strength. But when we do the farmer's walk, we're really focusing on that movement of walking and having something heavy in our hands. It's a lot of core strength. People don't really realize how much the core engages when we're holding on to heavy items and moving the body through space. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, I mean, even if you just are visualizing holding something in either hand and walking, what do we think of? What's the first thing I think of is holding on to grocery bags. Because <laughs> of course I want to get in in one trip. So I put five in either hand <laughs> and I'm essentially doing a farmer's walk. Um, holding on to those grocery bags or shopping bags, walking from the car to the house, let's say. So that will really, really help with that. Um, when you're carrying even luggage, uh, if you still are able to travel, um, in the airport, being able to do that. That's carrying, a big one. Yep. Yeah. Carrying your items when you um, are gardening outside or going from one place to another, even in your house. We like to move things around. Um, so holding on to heavy items and walking. Um, but gardening things, I think of, because uh, my grandmother used to have this little plastic bin and 
it would be filled with her gloves and all of the little items that she needed. She'd hold that in one hand and then the other hand were all the pots and the seeds and everything. So mm-hmm. um, holding on to all of those items, it helps, of course, with your balance because we're focusing on that movement through space, really focusing on core strengthening, um, ankle mobility and strengthening as well. Um, and it helps with grip strength. So if we're holding on to heavy items for a long time, dumbbells, when you're doing the exercise, um, you're working on your grip strength because you have to hold that position for quite some time. So yeah, grip strength is uh, very important. Exactly. And we forget about it too. So the hands, fingers, uh, wrists, forearms strengthen, mm-hmm. and that will help when we're holding items um, yep. for long periods of time or even just movements that we do with our wrists and like, again, the luggage one I always think of. Um, so we don't hurt or injure our wrist or forearm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, farmer's walk. Yep, farmer's walk is <laughs> another great one. Uh, what do we have for number five? Um, a dumbbell, what I call wood chop. So you're kind of bringing the dumbbell down, uh, say at hip level, and then twisting the upper body to bring it up at a diagonal towards the sky. So down to up um, level. I say a dumbbell, very lightweight. Again, we want to start or just doing range of motion. This could be seated. Standing is even better if you're able to, um, because of course it's going to really help with your balance. You'll get a better range of motion as the upper body can twist. Um, But this is a really, really good one. And like I said at the beginning with twisting, that's a word that people get really weary of because... We don't want to pull anything in our backs. Um, we know as soon as something goes in our backs, it, we're debilitated. We, we're out for the count, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so making sure core muscles are strong, that's the abdominals, sides of the waist, lower back, um, making sure we have that range of motion in our spine as much as possible. And that's where this uh, movement will help. Um Luggage is another good one. So think if you are picking up a piece of luggage out of the trunk to put it down onto the ground, we have to pick up from one level, twist around to place it down, picking it up uh, when it comes down um, so we can get it off of, I can't think of the name of the little conveyor belt thing, you know, once you're done. Baggage claim. Baggage claim area. Yeah, whatever the thing is called that it's on. (laughs) Picking it up from that, you have to twist your body. Um, from side to side. Same thing with the dishwasher. You're picking up low, you're placing up high. So that's the real movement of the wood chop. Something's low, I twist and bring it up, um, like again at that diagonal up high. Um, let's see. Same thing, grandkids. I, I think I like to put that one for almost all of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gardening as well, just because so many people love to garden and it's a movement you're doing. You're twisting side to side. Um, again, the in and out of a car, uh, in and out of a booth or particular chairs where you have to twist to get out. Um, keeping the mobility of the spine, um, lower back, mid back, upper back, the strength of the core. Um, so important. Yeah. Sweeping and, and raking. I forgot about those. Those are twisting movements too. Yeah. A <laughs> lot of common activities <laughs> shared between these for sure. Exactly. Yes, exactly. That's why they're all really good because they all strengthen in different ways, but they all overall mm-hmm. um, pretty much help the same thing. 
Yep. And last but not least. Yes. And this will be another one that people go, uh, um, a lunge, a small lunge with a tap forward. Um, and this is one that I, I just, I feel like, I've, I remember seeing so many people when I worked in communities, they try and reach forward. Um, and I just thought, oh, they look so unstable um, because mainly core and lower body, that big quadricep muscle um, are not strong. And that just wanted to give out the core wasn't strong enough to help them with their overall balance and then the ability to get back up. Um, so doing both sides, right and left, again, if you are able, um, if you have something, it doesn't have to be that low. You could start high, like um, even a countertop or go down to a chair level, uh, something like that. Or you do just a slight lunge, say right foot forward, left foot is back. You lunge down and then you lean your body weight forward onto that front leg. So in this case, the right and you reach towards, like I said, the countertop or the, the chair, whatever it is that you feel like is a good level to um, make you work and have a little bend in that front knee. So you're feeling that quadricep and gluteal engage. That reach forward is really making your abdominals pull in. Your lower back is working. So then when you stand back up, your upper body comes back upright you are using the entire lower body and core. Mm -hmm. Both sides, right and left. Um, again, I'll all of the same things. There's that leaning forward, trying to reach for something, um, whether it be everything that we've named or there's something on the floor that you see and you want to pick it up. Um, you're reaching forward for it. So that's why I think I wanted to put in just this extra one. A little bit of added... Um, focus on that reaching as well because we do a lot of that even sitting in a chair say there's something on the coffee table in front of you and you go I want to reach that you have to have good core strength um, you have to have lower back mobility um, and you have to be doing these uh, exercises to strengthen and stretch the body in order to not pull anything basically mm -hmm. um, and to stay safe so a little lunge with a with a, a front reach. Yeah. <laughs> Those are great exercises. Most people have five. We had six today. So yeah. How about that? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, bonus. This uh, Activities of Daily Living, uh, if you haven't heard about it, you know, Meredith has provided great examples of what that really <laughs> is. We live it every day, um, all these activities. And hopefully these these. Uh, exercises will help you out there. Right. Um, we really are uh, really care about the health and wealth of as we get older, mm. our bodies. Yes. And we don't really realize what kind of um, work we put our bodies through. Yes. I think even as we <laughs> age, right? Definitely. So it's it's so important to to help our body mm -hmm. do the things it needs to do. Definitely. But. Well, hopefully this, this podcast episode helps you out there. Uh, let us know. Give us some feedback. Send us an email at www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Uh, hit up our social media and, and share your story with us. That's really important. And uh, until the next episode, we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. 
everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.